um, I saw a video of Jason Tatum just shooting hoops with Deuce like on his day off. And I was like, I guess this is what you would do in between the finals. <laughs> like, yeah, were they in, they in Boston already? Yeah, it looked like his house. Solid. Yeah, you probably you just gotta see, you just gotta take a red eye overnight. You just gotta go home. Yeah. It's like when you go from uh dartying to like when you want to go out at night, like you just gotta go home. Like you can't stay out there. Like there's no way that he could like stay in San Francisco. Like he just needs to go home. Yeah, so they just they just caught a caught a quick red eye. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, shit. I kind of hope we get game seven, but it'd be fun. I'm so I'm so torn. I'm so torn, Dominique. Fuck Boston. Yeah. See, that's where I'm at. But but like out th- these last couple games, I've been watching like Draymond running all over the court, acting crazy and crazy the Golden State fans celebrating. And I've been like, ooh, I'm not happy about this either. If the Boston team was like Philly or the Nets, then I'd be like, I'm indifferent. But it's because it's Boston and I'm literally not over Larry Bird getting um, rookie of the year. So I wasn't even alive. But my dad and I had this whole history discussion at dinner the other night about it and how absurd it was. Cause my dad was yeah. alive then <laughs> he was like you have to understand the history from beginning to end <laughs> it's like here we go and now i'm just more salty and i don't want boston to win ever yeah i like this i like their actual players though yeah is the problem yeah they're good you know, they're amazing they're so good they're incredible that's as much sports talk as i can do what is your strategy your thought process behind the hard launch Mm, good question (laughs) um i don't know i'm not really the right person to ask about that because you just did it that's why i'm asking yeah, but I also went like a year and a half without posting on IG, like anything at all. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It still like, happened. I feel like a lot of people our age did that in the pandemic, just like kind of stopped using Instagram. I mean, not me. I love Instagram. Yeah, definitely not you. Yeah, fucking used it every yeah. day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's not, it's not the time to me to be posting like forehead pics and shit, you know? What's forehead pics? Like, you know how people post, like, ugly pictures of them, of their significant other in the swipe? Sometimes. Yeah. It's it's not the time to do that on a hard launch. So it was just, like, good pics, hot pics, and just fucking balls out. But why did you decide to do a hard launch now, two years mm-hmm. later? That's my question, really. Interesting. 
Well, we were playing, like, we were just playing kind of chicken to see who was going to post first. (laughs) (laughs) And then we finally, it was, like, unspoken, and then we finally spoke it, and then the anniversary was, like, a, a good, like, neutral compromise date kind of it wasn't it wasn't like that planned out but it was just like that's kind of how it shook out (laughs) however Mm -hmm. to do an actual post is a literal hard launch however I also think that Instagram stories are hard launches but they go away within 24 hours so people that are still interested in you as a single person can't really like it's unclear if they see or not yeah I guess so I feel like she'd been launched though I mean, who's to say? Because it was Instagram story. That's true. All right. Doesn't Fair stick enough. around forever. <laughs> Fair but enough. It's on your grid. Yeah, it's true. I'm never posting a man on my grid until <laughs> we're married. Like literally, literally every like wedding fix. <laughs> yeah, like literally every the hard launch will be the marriage day. <laughs> like I will post my wedding photos because you happen to be in them but I'm never posting a man on my page because like no would you accept not being posted though oh hell no like I didn't be posted <laughs> on your page and I might share it on my close friend's story but I don't need it to be on my page like I don't need to be permanent on my page like so then what I have to go fucking archive you why would you not delete because what if I looked good? <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, shit. Love double standards. Yeah. Post me all day long. Like, I'm beautiful. Just, like, you're not getting posted. But, like, I don't know. Maybe I'll change for the right person. But. Yeah. No, I want to be posted. I definitely wanted to be posted. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like. <laughs> like, I want all your exes, like, clicking on my tag and being like, oh, fuck. Like he did better like he literally leveled up right however i need people to keep thinking that i'm mysterious and single for like until i'm literally married <laughs> and even then tbd <laughs> a lot of people agree with you i know nobody posts men anymore no all my most of my friends who even have like a situationship or a guy like they're not going to post them. Your Instagram is your brand. But sometimes that comes at a cost. <laughs> and like, I just can't have, yeah. like, I don't know. I'm, I just want to be a hot girl. And sometimes like a guy ruins that vibe. But it doesn't mean that I don't love you. It doesn't mean that I don't appreciate you. I just don't <laughs> want you on my grid. I just want you on the other side of the camera, baby. Yeah. And maybe I'll, <laughs> I'll do the little, I would do the little drink thing. <laughs> like when there's like another drink oh yeah like, that's well that's like an ig story move right or like it's like it's like the back of the person's like head or some shit i do that yeah a thousand percent i do that like a far away mirror pick yeah. yeah i would have to wait like five six years or something like that damn damn so fuck me i guess yeah fuck you <laughs> <laughs> how's uh, graduation it was good. It was good closure. Weirdly, like, but it was it was good closure in the sense of like I was I was like getting to like talk to my former self, kind of, mm-hmm. you know. But it's all of those memories are like you're you're supposed to experience a graduation as like some 
like thinking about all the shit that you just did yeah you know so it was like a celebration of accomplishments like that are like way past now celebration of accomplishments that don't seem that significant anymore considering like what we have to do in life now you can't look at your life like that well I'm saying like so it was good to like be able to get in that moment with my former self and be like all right so I did do this yeah do you think that you when you were thinking about your previous self in college do you think you're proud of where you are right now like that person in that version of yourself versus this version of yourself or like were you more of like there's stuff I still need to improve on like what do you think oh proud proud that's good yeah yeah it feels like it's like um I don't know thinking about college as like the distant past yeah even though it it, it isn't really but it it felt like we never really left until we graduated kind of yeah there was, there was always something like tying us there then you put into perspective like what you are doing now and like what you're capable of like or how you're capable of living I guess like basically as an adult like in the the world <laughs> like college is very insulated it's like very safe right and everything you do is very much in like in a vacuum and mm-hmm. has has relatively small consequences like how much how stressed you were about like your final paper in like whatever whatever history class you took junior fall or some shit right like it's all context right it's it's all contextual so like the person like really only the person that you were then can understand like the significance of what you just did right I mean even when I like moved into my apartment and it didn't hit me maybe till like a month after like oh my god I live alone in New York City and I have a job and I work really hard and I also try to balance that with my friends and going out and my hobbies or other pursuits that I want to fulfill and I was like oh my god I'm like doing this like I'm living my life and I had the same feeling when I got to college and I was like oh my god I'm at Cornell Mm -hmm. like it's, it's these like moments where you're like oh my god I've grown so much and I didn't even I, I didn't have the time to even look up and now I'm looking up and I'm like, holy shit. I don't even know how I got here. Yeah. 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 Exactly. So it's good. Like that's what, that's what events like that are for is, is to like take the high level view and be like, hmm. all right. Do you think you're a completely different person than you were when you graduated no. I'm going to say that you were a completely different person than when you entered college because who isn't, but then yeah. like in the midst of college, were you a different person? Were you a different person than when you, when you graduated, graduated as in, in 2020? And are you, and like, how are you defining yourself now? Huh? I, I think I'm pretty similar. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. That's a good question. You have common qualities, I think, that you've always had. Yeah. You're definitely more mature. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's been a minute. No, boys, I boys uh-huh. sometimes plateau at 18 and it doesn't get any better. Um, oh, I got a couple years 
left still for this yeah. for this part of my brain to develop too. Yes. Um, Watch out. You've always been really kind. I don't think that's changed. Mm-hmm. Um, and confident, but not cocky. You've never really been cocky. In high school, I was cocky. Yeah, but you can back it up. not? You can back it up. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think I'm a completely different person than when I entered college in the, and when I was in the midst of college. And even, yeah. when I, even when I graduated college. I think so, too. Like, you're like a you're like a moderate liberal. <laughs> a moderate liberal. I'm just a realist. I'm still a realist. I'm just also a realist and being like, now I've just switched my tune. And I mm-hmm. think that my realism is just based on that the government doesn't do anything. So we should just dis- like disaffect from it. Anyway, I think I was horribly insecure from like throughout all of college, honestly. Like just, yeah. just really well, weird. Weird thing about college is that you don't get to choose who you hang out with. Yeah, and I just like, like you do, but you really don't. Yeah, and I just have these like waves of where I would feel super confident, but I also in college tried a lot of my validation to guys, all mm. all all guys, not even just college guys, like men in general. And I think that since I've gotten out of that over the pandemic and stuff like that. So now I feel better. Now I feel like, okay, I can actually really grow into myself. But I feel like in college, I was just like always tripping. It feels like, like I was make a stride and then I would like fall. And I would just like Mm -hmm. fall back into like old patterns or old ways of thinking. And now I feel like I really, I always used to say I was meant to be an adult. I loved college. I had so much fun. I was meant to be like a young adult. <laughs> I'm just very much like I'm yeah, witty like and mature. Soul. Yeah. I was just, I was always meant to like have my own money and like do my own thing. And I just, I think in college, like you just can't do that. You don't have that. You don't have as much freedom as you think you do. Mm-hmm. I'm still an asshole though, but I could back <laughs> it up. <laughs> all right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, but here's my question, though. Now, like, those milestones are, like, fewer and further between mm-hmm. once you get, like, once you continue to age. Like, mm-hmm. how do you go about, like, creating them or, like, uh, I guess setting them? Or do you even? Do you just let it happen? I let it flow freely. Like, I... I'm such a free spirit that way that I don't like putting like restraints on myself. And I want to have, I have goals. I have like larger goals for my life and I have goals for the next year. I have goals for this podcast. I have goals for my career, but I don't try to restrain myself and what I'm capable of. And so if I surpass that goal, that's fine. If I fall short of a goal and I don't meet it in time, that's okay too. So I really think that everything's meant for you when it's meant for you. And so I always feel like we put so much, I always felt at least in my life that I put so much pressure on myself to hit certain milestones by certain time. And to be honest, most of the time I did hit them like 95% of the time. Like if I said I was getting an internship by February, I was getting an internship by January, but I also know that in real life, it doesn't always work like that. 
I was going to say, it's important, like, <laughs> you really only understand, like, through failure, to that it's important to deal with it and you to experience to it. Yeah. So, weirdly, like, the longer you're, like, you consider yourself, like, a high-achieving person and, like, you consider yourself to be uh, only, like, um, like, at, or fault what's the word i'm looking for only like um fallible to a certain extent yeah uh then you're in for like kind of a crisis i think at some point Um, i think that's what i even try to do now is like i try to like take my when i'm not doing as well as i want to and i feel super overwhelmed i'm not performing the way i want to i just try to take myself out of such i try to take myself out of situation more and like have a bigger picture look and also I try to like take air out of the situation because it just feels sometimes like your failure is like really defining in that moment and it's just not like it's always easier to say that than it actually is yeah I don't know you have to like keep check on yourself and you have to be constantly willing to like change and grow I think I was like I'm really stubborn person by nature but I really always I've always always tried to like change and grow my opinions and see other people's perspectives within reason because some people are fucking insane and I'm like I don't need to see your perspective on this actually but then some people are like that's a good point I never saw the world that way do you like how do you challenge yourself after that like I I mean I think about it like I want to challenge myself in terms of work but part of college that you can't really change is that like some things that are challenging are things that you don't want to spend your time doing Right. And you know that it's only for this certain amount of time. So it's like it's different than um, deciding to do a job uh, that will challenge you, but that you know that you or that you don't expect to enjoy or something like that. Like navigating all of that type of shit, I think, creates a, a new dimension in your life. I think you really have to think about your life as a lot of uncomfortable moments. Mm -hmm. And I think that when you start to feel uncomfortable in places and like, that's the moment that you should grow. Like that's the moment where you should just take it head on. And for me, I'm like a worst case scenario person. So I'm like, realistically, what's the worst thing that could happen? You know? Yeah, I don't know. You get fired. (laughs) I don't know. Like, yeah, like maybe. And then (laughs) if then it's like, okay, you'll figure it out. But like, once you face mm-hmm. that and you're like, okay, that's actually not that bad. Then you can just like go forth and knock it out the park. Yeah. I'm with that. Like you have to be willing to hang out with people. If you, if you're like, if you're wanting to like grow as a person, if you just want to like stay stagnant, go ahead, do your thing. But like, mm-hmm. I think that that comes with like hanging out with different people and just doing stuff that maybe you never thought you would do. Like I never thought I would like podcast like yeah I have a, like, now a i'm like very interest. i'm very into it <laughs> right and like i've seen you like i mean i've seen myself but i've seen i've seen you just like really like dive in head first and like we've learned so many things by just doing this was this episode 13 so like almost 13 hours of just working on this and that doesn't include like editing and producing it and other mm-hmm. meetings we've had um so i don't know i think you just have to be open to all types of shit that can come your way. I always say, say yes to everything. 
unless it's literally bad. <laughs> but say yes to everything. Like opportunities yeah. that you didn't even think that you could fathom, stuff you didn't even know about, just say yes. You'll figure it out. You're smart enough. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Congratulations. Oh, thanks. I loved your picture, There's- by the way. Oh yeah, the uh the Peter or like the the Peter Jordan and Theo pick of like the evolution from the STA to college. I, I think like, whoever reposted it, like you, Peter, I'll expose myself. I sent the hanky. I was like, wait, they like look good. <laughs> I literally said, I was like, not them looking yes. good. That's cool. And because and she was like, yeah, everyone's supposed to stagnant, and I was like, no, but they're black. They it's not going to ever stagnant. Like. Everyone that everyone, if you're black, you like age well. That's like God's gift to us. Yeah. Is that if you're black, you just age well. Like you just don't. <laughs> it's just how it works. It's it's important to accept too, though, that shit will never be the same. If yeah. uh even if you are trying to come to terms with like a new chapter starting. Yeah. And the old chapter was good. Yeah. You know, but, we were out. How lucky are you to feel sad when something ends? lucky yeah that's a good that's a good spin to put on it gotta be yeah. like that um but there was a point like friday night where it was late as hell and it was just like everybody was like we need to go to bed yeah <laughs> you know like we got nothing to prove <laughs> but you're yeah but you're also like i love i love you guys but like i can't hang like this anymore nah for real and no people were looking rough on saturday morning yeah no it's (laughs) like no we got a whole other day of this you guys (laughs) it was cool though cheers tweets tweets i'm not a hater i have a lot of love in my heart people just keep doing things i hate (laughs) (laughs) I think that that makes you a hater. No, it's not. Honest. No, because I I am sometimes a hater to my core. Like people just do things and I just absolutely hate it. But I will say I have so much love and empathy for everybody in the world. Just stop <laughs> doing things that are fucking annoying and weird. Just stop. All right. <laughs> I'll try my best. <laughs> this other one's funny quote sounds good exclamation point end quote i type my body trembling with rage my eyes welling with tears i begin plotting my revenge (laughs) wow that that's relatable sounds good is just like i might as well have a sounds good shortcut literally i retweeted a classic of uh trill withers being like uh quotes the quote is supposed to be from his sisters like who's been in my detangling shampoo <laughs> it's like the grinch <laughs> i can't um, all that. It's, it just is so significant of a broader point which is when my girlfriend's uh skincare products are anywhere accessible to me i'm using them that's so rude. <laughs> Shit's so expensive. Literally can't. I literally yeah, have to. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I want my skin to be smooth. Then go bite yourself. <laughs> uh, like a normal human being. Uh, uh, oh, see, that's why I can't heart watch a man. 
you need to learn how to share my skincare you need to learn how to share uh i actually am very bad at sharing ask any of my friends <laughs> yeah. really am bad at for having a sibling who's two years younger i'm very bad yeah at seriously that's like a perfect age to be good at sharing no i'm bad you would think i didn't have any siblings no parents nothing like i'm <laughs> no hate parents. i literally hate sharing uh, i need a his in her bathroom not a his in her sink i need a his in her bath like get out of my space bro um anyway i gotta get out of here but yeah seriously everyone um go register for our events on tuesday nfc times red receipts club we're so excited to moderate my dress is fucking popping if you want to see it in person because i'm fucking excited to wear it um i got a nice little nice little chore jacket to pull out it's gonna be it's gonna be like that yeah um Ticket includes food, drinks, good conversation, us, our banter. Um, we're so excited. We're going to have um, Eliza, who is NFC, on the pod in a week. And so we're so excited to just. I hope we have a shit talk crypto in any of our episodes. I know we'll have to do it next episode. But <laughs> even if you don't know anything about this world, um, we're gonna dive in next episode but if you don't know anything about this world it doesn't matter come have fun with yeah, us you're kind of learn. you're kind of the target demo for the yeah. event honestly and also like like we said be uncomfortable be in a space where you don't know you, anything yeah wow hell of a segue hell, hell of a, a call back oh my god podcaster yeah we dropped the mic on that no Let's get out of here have um, a good weekend bye, bye.